Good morning, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Wellington Heights Community Church Podcast. We are having our first prayer night of the season. Prayer night is a space to experience God through prayer and learn new prayer practices, which you can use in your daily life. It will be held Wednesday, October 18th from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the church building. Also, Coder Dojo will be held Saturday, October 14th at the church building from 1 to 3. This is a STEM program hosted by Nuboco and it is for grades K through 5th. So come and stay to enjoy or drop your kiddos off for this awesome program. Last but not least, Youth Group this October will be held on the 18th from 6.30 to 7.30. Youth Group is usually held on the first Wednesday of the month, but this change is due to the staff and volunteer participation in the CCDA Conference in Cincinnati, where we have a great group that is there right now. Youth Group will be held at the Peace House, and this is for 6th through 12th grade. If you have interest in joining the Youth Group, please contact Nora Heaton at nkheaton, H-E-A-T-O-N at gmail.com. You are in for a treat as we talk about new things that we are doing here at Wellington Heights Community Church. Welcome to the Wellington Heights Community Church podcast. Today is podcast Sunday, and it is a day that we gather separate yet together in spirit through the Wellington Heights Community Church podcast in this digital space. For me, some of the most holy moments of the past three years have happened in digital spaces. Thank goodness for these spaces and the people who met me there. I have heard stories of how these spaces created a start of restoration and welcomed a space of connection and hope during COVID-19 and beyond. Now, it's important to note that the community and connection that happened happened because of the digital space, not in spite of it. Digital communities are, in fact, embodied communities. Simply sharing a physical space in a physical place like a building does not equal embodiment. I have been taught and believe that embodiment is the full integration of our mind, our body, and our spirit. Embodiment is a more holistic state of being than just having a physical body near other physical bodies. In fact, for many people, sharing physical space does the exact opposite. We could have a room full of physical bodies in the same physical space, and each and every one of these bodies could be totally disconnected from their body, mind, and spirit. And somehow, we're saying that this is the best way of gathering with one another, or that this is the way that community and church is supposed to be and look like. Now, I will continue to advocate that when we interact in the digital space, or in a non-traditional way, like at a peace walk or neighborhood cleanup or painting a mural, we, in fact, are an embodied community. If we are more than just our physical bodies, and I think that we all agree that we are, anytime we are fully who we are, connecting, engaging, and together, we are, in fact, embodied. Even when it's online, even on Podcast Sunday, even through a digital screen. So what would happen if we stopped pushing back at all the new ways of gathering and started meeting people there instead? 
What if we stop telling people that the digital space they have created doesn't count quite as much as the in-person space? What would happen if people connected with each other and with faith communities in whatever way allowed themselves to be fully embodied? What if we believed and supported and encouraged digital communities as fully embodied communities? Now, this is not a threat, but, to, but rather an expansion of the kingdom of God, inviting us to a more abundant life. And it's one that I am so, thank, I am so thankful to be part of here at Wellington Heights Community Church, where we are a gathering community, embracing gathering in all of its diverse forms. Wellington Heights Community Church, today we are an embodied community as we gather separate yet together. And we thank you for leaning in with us to consider how God is doing a new thing and expanding our idea of gathering, embodiment, and worship. I invite you today to listen into an insightful conversation with some of the Wellington Heights Community Church staff and leadership team on how they've been impacted by expanding their idea of embodied communities by leaning into the new thing that God is doing among us. Let's listen in. Hey, well, thank you so much for joining us um, for this podcast. Um, I am Pastor Keon of Wellington Heights Community Church. I am joined with a panel of folks, and we're going to be talking about this new way to approach uh, Sunday services, Sunday gatherings. As a church community, we know that God is uses a, a multiplicity of means to reach people. And this includes the Sunday gathering. While we believe that preaching and teaching the Bible is vital, it's not the only way God can reach people. We understand that all throughout church history and around the world, the Sunday gathering experience looks different. Um, we want to embrace this uh, and lean into the, these new experiences. Some of the unique experiences that we've had are prayer walks, guided prayers, peace walks, neighborhood cleanups, uh, spiritual practice days, uh, intentional congregational Sabbaths, podcast Sundays, fellowship Sundays, and, and some other events. Uh, many times these non-traditional Sunday services are partnered with other organizations and churches and individuals, and it reaches people who might not otherwise attend a trad traditional sun uh, service. Uh, we want to lean into this unique way of doing community, ultimately to bring us all closer to God and each other. And today I am joined, like I said, with a, a panel of folks, and we're going to be talking through uh, what it looks like to lean into this unique way uh, to approach Sunday services. And maybe maybe why, 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 is it, why is it hard to do that sometimes as well? So today I am with Jenny uh, Chatama and Ann Lawrence. Say how you guys doing? How you hey. guys doing? Hi. Good, good. So <laughs> I, I I want you to kind of um, tell the audience uh, kind of who you are and um, what's your association with Wellington Heights Community Church? Yeah, my name is Jenny Chatama, and I am the Director of Soul Care here at Wellington Heights Community Church. I've been uh, engaging with the church for the past couple of years, I think since 2021, and I've lived in the neighborhood uh, for over 15 years. Nice. Awesome. 
I'm Ann Lawrence, and um, I've been here since the beginning um, <laughs> in the living room of Pastor Keon and Pastor Stephanie, and uh, just really thankful and humbled by that, and uh, to be a part of just how things have grown. And um, I am part of the leadership team here at Wellington Heights Community Church and help um, coordinate um, worship services and other events. And um, I'm serving in children's ministry this this next week, so that's awesome. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this conversation. Uh, for those of you um, who are listening and or watching, um, LD's in the back on the boards, you know, making everything work. So <laughs> I just wanted to give a shout out to LD as well. Um, I want to I don't want to just get this conversation started. Um, so, yes, there is a unique approach that we've taken um, to Sundays where we've done um a week of traditional service, and by traditional I mean, um, you know, a sermon and, and music, um, something that you can really kind of catch at almost any church uh, that you go to. But then on uh, this, the, the next Sunday, we will do something different, like a peace walk or a prayer walk or neighborhood um, neighborhood cleanup. Um, so this, this these unique approaches we just we as a church we really want to um, lean into this because we feel that God is doing uh, uh, it, I, we feel that God is going to connect with people in a different way when we allow uh, allow this unique way to happen and so I I would love to know what excites you about the unique approach to Sunday services. I think for me, it just makes sense because like you said, God does how God engages with us is in a multiplicity of ways mm -hmm. um, throughout the week. And so why not on Sunday as well um, when we all gather together mm -hmm. so that God engages with us uniquely individually um, and in a multiplicity of ways. But then also um, when we gather together, yeah. why does it have to be one way? Our God yeah. is creative and... Um, yeah, and so why can't we be yeah. creative too? We we are creating in His image, and that's just an expression of that of that when we gather in creative ways. Mm, yeah, it's mm -hmm. good. Yeah, and I think it also it broadens our view of what church is. Mm -hmm. I think you know. Typically, we think of it as something that we do mm. on a Sunday for an hour. Uh, but I think the exciting thing here at Wellington Heights Community Church is that um, we want to be that, that church in our daily life, not just on an hour on a mm. Sunday. And so yeah. this, in engaging in church in unique ways... I think this encourages us to really live out the gospel and that this brings us into relationship with one another mm -hmm. that a typical Sunday service uh, may not allow mm -hmm. for. And so that to me, I think, has been the exciting and and challenging yeah. aspect to it. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. I, I think I just, I just thought of this, but like, Sunday service is, is this hour, two hour, three hour time where people do dedicate like to God, you know what I mean? Whether it be intentional or non-intentional or mm -hmm. uh, obligatory, but it's a training ground too 
um, to really stretch people. So like if, if we are only going to do traditional, mm-hmm. um, we're, we are training people to operate in that way. But if we do something different, like if we, you know, and a lot of churches will do things every once in a while, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's an opportunity to really stretch people um, if you are approaching it in a unique way and it allows people to be trained in different ways, whether it be um, having a different speaker from the community or uh, doing a peace walk uh, in a neighborhood where people wouldn't otherwise be in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it really just stretches us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What might you think the challenges of um, um, doing a unique re- approach to Sunday gatherings? What, what are some of the challenges that maybe a church would have and what are some of the challenges and maybe even pushback that individuals would have, individuals and families? I think sometimes we can get really attached uh, to what it should look like. Mm-hmm. And so I think the challenge can, can be in that of it can be maybe a little bit more narrow focused as to what church should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can be challenging for us as a church as well, you mm-hmm. know, of you mentioned, like we are are joining God in the work God is doing. And so mm-hmm. we can't expect to do and follow God into that new thing while keeping God in this little tiny box, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think when when we engage, in church through neighborhood cleanups or peace walks or prayer walks, uh, it, it can be challenging because that moves us from kind of this me-focused mm. way of being mm. to like this we-focused. Yeah. And it can be challenging to put yourself out there individually yeah. um, as a community and yet still pressing uh into that I think is important for us yeah yeah Yeah. I think change um, is hard for people different Mm. is hard for people um, and it makes us uncomfortable and we want to be we like what we're comfortable with even Mm. if it's not even necessarily helping us or stretching us or growing us in any way, but it's like, but it's what we know. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we're like, even if it's not, even if it's maybe not even healthy for us or it can be stagnant, yeah. even we still are like, but we're comfortable with that. Yep. We kind of, we kind of know, we want to know, and it gives us a sense kind of of control and like of, this is what happens. This is how I show up. This is what I do, and I check that box, mm. the box mm-hmm. again of that. But it's like. Um, so that can be a challenge, I think, for like, but but we're doing something different. Like mm-hmm. today, we're not gonna sit and participate somewhat, but listen, you know, to someone speak, mm-hmm. sing a song, like you said, kind of yeah. your traditional. You know, we're gonna actually we're gonna gather. We're gonna we're gonna do some art together, yeah. or we're gonna go outside. We're gonna broke, break up into small groups and clean up the neighborhood. Um, we're gonna do an activity instead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that that that's but it but it's helpful because it does stretch us and it's, it helps us to see. I I thought about when you were saying like that through we dedicate these a few hours on a Sunday, but the idea of really practicing the presence of God all the mm. time, yeah, and seeing that He is always at work and that we can always be joining Him at work, yeah. not just for a few hours on a Sunday, but like all the time. Yeah. What is God doing and how do I join in with that? And we're like I said, we're 
we're training ourselves. We're training one another together yeah. to do that and not just keep it in that Sunday box. Yeah. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's um, applying theology um, mm-hmm. and, and, and using a Sunday to not just gather or fill our plates, yeah. um, but also give what's on our plate and, mm-hmm. and hopes that it will continue to mm-hmm. um, be throughout the week as well. Yeah. Well, it's not like we're trying to be so radically different mm-hmm. and like, oh, you know, here we go. We're like breaking all the laws by yeah, not yeah, having yeah. church <laughs> every Sunday in the traditional sense, right? But yeah. I think this is, at least for me, it's been so encouraging to like live out the gospel, yeah. right? Of mm-hmm. it, it isn't so... Um, like it doesn't look a certain way. It can look like a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that in and of itself is very refreshing and freeing. Yes. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. And, you know, as a pastor, me and Stephanie, we, we've probably, we have um, been in ministry for over 10 years. Um, and um, I've been a pastor for, I, I think, about 10 years. And, um, you know, I, when it comes to like kind of running a Sunday service, it's, it's, you can, you can get used to it. Like, you know, the order of service, you know, how things are supposed to go. And so this approach, even for me can, can cause some anxiety because Mm -hmm. you don't know if people think that you're some, you know, hippy dippy person, you know what (laughs) I mean? Um, Trying to, you know do whatever he wants um, or he or she wants, right? And so there's this idea that people feel that if they're not um, at church listening to a pastor preach, mm-hmm. um, singing with people, that um, if they're not doing that, they're really not having church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like even when we have like a podcast Sunday or we have like a neighborhood clean uh, cleanup or even an, an event uh, that's on a Sunday night, I think people can feel this anxiety around the nine to to eleven o'clock hour that I'm not in church. I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys relate to that? Do you, mm-hmm. do you feel like people relate to that? That if I'm not if I'm not at church um, on, on a Sunday doing those mm-hmm. things, uh, I, you get this angst. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. And I think depending on how long you've been doing it, how long that's been your rhythm, your pattern. Um, you can feel that way, but I think it's really important to like feel that, mm-hmm. sit with that a bit, and kind of interrogate that. Mm. I like that word, interrogate. Yeah. Why am I feeling that way? Yeah. And and that even the idea of of that judging ourselves and that like I'm a bad person. Mm. Why am I not church? Or I'm not being as righteous as I should yeah. be. Or this is my. If I check that box of the one, two, three hours on a Sunday morning, then I am a good person. Yeah. Mm. And like, and like interrogate that, like sit with that and feel that. And that, is that true? Because then mm. that, I think that brings a lot of other questions. And what is church? And mm-hmm. what is my participation? And how does that work? And um, what about the rest of the hours and the rest mm. of the week? I think, I think it's important to sit in that. But yeah, because I have felt that and I have had to process that. Yeah. And then even have conversations with one another. In yeah. processing that, yeah, I think for me, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself. I sometimes when we have a uh, situation where it's not at ten o'clock, as a pastor, I feel like I should be preaching. I should be, 
mm. like doing something as if the thing that we're doing instead of me preaching is not of God or not mm-hmm. fulfilling the the idea of gathering or teaching or, or learning. And so I think it's really important to say that like a lot of our church traditions that we practice even today are only maybe 150 years old. Like things yeah. change. It's, it's more of a culture, not the Holy Spirit moving. moving. And there's nothing wrong with culture. Just understand that mm-hmm. um, the things that you think you need to do has to do more with the cultural construct of church, mm-hmm. um, of church at least in the West, uh, than it does with biblical um you know, engaging in biblical traditions, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like you were saying earlier, the one way. It's not just one way. And it's not that there's anything wrong with that way, but that yeah. that there are many ways mm-hmm. and stretching ourselves to see the many ways. Yeah. Well, and depending upon which faith tradition we have been a part of, I think there's more of like this feeling of guilt that Mm. you might feel Mm. if you're not at a church service on Sunday morning. And I think as Christians, we kind of impose that upon each other as well. Like, oh, you didn't go to church on Sunday. You know, you're not a great Christian Mm -hmm. if you're not. And it's like, Mm -hmm. like you said, really, you know, taking the time to sit with that. Is that from God? Mm. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Because it's a balance. Because, you know, it's it's either... You have to have, with that excuse, like, you have to have, like, a really good excuse not to go to church, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I feel like the balance is, of course, like, church gathering and all of that stuff is good for community and all that stuff. And we, mm-hmm. this podcast is not saying you don't need to go to church, but, at this, but it's also saying, like, those things in which, those mechanisms that we have in our, in our mind and our spirit that makes us feel bad for not doing something that is not necessarily like has to do with our relationship with God um, and salvation we should interrogate that Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it's balanced you don't go to you don't you don't you don't know God just because you go to church Mm -hmm. right Um, well for many of us it just has become um, or can become like another check off the list in the midst of our like already over full, overpacked schedules. Mm-hmm. It's like that one thing that I went and I did. And, you know, the, the invitation from God is to live that out, to live out mm-hmm. the gospel mm-hmm. beyond just exactly. these small windows of time. And so... Um, yeah, I like your idea of really asking the kind of the deeper questions of, you know, where's this feeling that I'm of like, I'm, I feel guilty for, or I'm not living up to these expectations if I'm not attending, you know, this church service on Mm. a Sunday, like this is broadening that view, right? Of Like what church is. Exactly. How, How do we resist that feeling? How do we resist that? And, and you kind of spoke about interrogating. Um, that feeling, but yeah, what do we resist the feeling of thinking that we're doing something wrong because we're picking up trash instead of listening to a sermon? Mm-hmm. I think think about what what God is doing. Hmm. What is God doing? And hmm. also, like we're saying, what is the purpose of that? What is church? Church is not a building. It's mm-hmm. not a service. Mm-hmm. Um, it's people. It's that song from when I was a kid. <laughs> 
the church is not yeah. these things. The church is a people. I'm the church. You are the church. We are the church together. All God's people all around the world. Yes, we're the church together. From so the it's dome. like yeah, from the, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But it's like um, from it's from the memory in the dome. <laughs> from the me- yeah. <laughs> um, from but. Yeah, and that like we could even say, you know, all of God's people all around the neighborhood, yes, we're the church together, mm. like that everyone who comes and gathers here and that so yeah, thinking about what is church, I think helps me to resist that and also about what is God doing mm. and that God is not um not limited to those to that hour, a few hours mm. on a Sunday or just to that day, to Sunday. Um yeah. but that that what is God doing continually and being a part of that and um, realizing that, you know, so yeah, doing a cleaning up the neighborhood, you know, God is our creator and we're out in this beautiful creation yeah. that that God has made and we are taking care of it and practicing stewardship yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that not also like as that important? As important yeah. an- just another, there, there's so many ways that, yeah, the same as singing together yep. you know or a reading a scripture together or doing a call and response prayer together like the things that we would do in a traditional sunday morning gathering service yeah but that why is that like me with my neighbors with mm-hmm. the people that um i happen to be in the, the small group with that kind of came yeah. about as we're walking through the neighborhood mm-hmm. how is that you know like picking up the trash and talking about the flowers and the sun and how beautiful it is outside or even if it's a cold day and yeah. you know but yeah how are how is that not still um worship in a sense mm-hmm. spending mm-hmm. time with god spending time with one another yeah and being able to see the beauty of the neighborhood or experience a new way of prayer in your own time um yeah we want to make sure that um our listeners know, on uh, our people know that like these other Sundays aren't just an alternative, mm-hmm. uh, fun thing that we do, but we really take it serious. It, rather it be a Sabbath Sunday, rather mm-hmm. it be mm-hmm. a prayer walk, or whatever um, uh, idea that uh, we we come up with um, to honor God and people. Um, that mm-hmm. it's not just like something that we're we're saying. It's a Sunday bash that we're doing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but this is, this is church. We we're serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're, we're serious even if we're, you know, it's a time where we're having fun yeah, absolutely. together, absolutely. you know, um, playing yeah. together in a sense. Yeah. It's know? not a break. It's, it's church. Art in the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were all dancing together. Exactly. <laughs> Meeting new neighbors, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you think it's important for us to lead out um, and be confident in this unique approach? You know, I think for me, I mean, I don't, I, it's not like I have it all figured out, but I, I want to be open to, to what God is doing. And so I think in that regard, you know, that, that, that opens us up to a variety of ways that, that we get to experience God. It's being open to that new thing mm-hmm. that God is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important because it's, because it is different because, um, 
it does bring up that sense of like, oh, but I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. And I think that we lead out, we give people, you, you said allow earlier, mm. allowing ourselves, allowing others, mm. giving ourselves permission mm. to think of what is God doing? Like, what could we do differently? Like how, and we have to lead out in that by example that it's okay that we're doing mm-hmm. this instead of that. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. And this is why. Mm-hmm. And talking about that together and even alleviating, I feel like when you were saying that, like that's, that someone might come and say, well, but I didn't, like they need to tell someone, like we need to tell someone. Mm-hmm. I need, well, well, I didn't on Sunday because this. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, I, I didn't listen to the, the podcast Sunday morning because X. Or I didn't, you know, I couldn't. And it's like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. Cool. Great. That's, that's like, and, and that there's no sense of like, you're not a good person because you didn't do yeah, that. Or exactly. you're, you're less faithful because you didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Or you didn't check that box. But just leading out in that and, and helping people to feel, because it can be uncomfortable, something new and different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel comfortable in trying, trying this new way, trying these new ways of... Um, of being with God and being together mm-hmm. um, with God and worshiping and um, practicing his presence and a different a different rhythm. I was thinking of rhythm or like, like it's a rhythm, like the Sunday morning is a rhythm. Yeah. And rhythms are good. You know, having, having patterns, routines, it can be good, but we also can get stuck mm. in it and we can kind of not, and we can be sort of disengaged while still doing it. But that like, St- this is still a rhythm, but it's like, and it made me think of LD, because <laughs> I would start like it's just a rhythm, like a yeah, like a very, and we've been stuck in this a long yeah. time. It's still a rhythm, yeah, but like then do you some, would you would yeah. add something to that rhythm, like yeah, yeah, and then I mean, everyone brings so all the different things we're doing are adding layers to that and rhythm, it's, and it's never to say you know? it's never to say like uh, that the tradition the traditional way is wrong it's saying that we don't center it mm-hmm. and, and it's still there yeah it's still there it's still like it's here we when we, you see it that way we yeah. are open to the multiplicity of ways mm-hmm. in which we can gather that would in which we can break out of that just that one rhythm yeah um and we and maybe it is that the, that rhythm st- takes a step aside so another rhythm can come but mm-hmm. it's not to say that that rhythm doesn't matter mm-hmm. that rhythm is a part of uh, lots of rhythms mm-hmm. and you know and even this podcast this so we're talking about a, a new way you guys are mm-hmm. listening to this podcast mm-hmm. um on a podcast sunday mm-hmm. um and uh and so there is a real question uh, how do we engage a podcast how do we how do we engage a podcast because i feel like i feel like when we have a podcast or sabbath we can also feel that okay this is an opportunity for me to go to another church and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with you know visiting another church or anything but if you are visiting that because you feel that you're trying to fill up that like mm-hmm. box check mm-hmm. that box of like yeah. okay mm-hmm. Wellington Heights Church isn't meeting today so and I need to go to church so I'm going to go to this church again it's mm-hmm. okay to we're not saying it's bad to visit churches but if it's coming out of like that scarcity mindset mm-hmm. of like oh no i gotta check this box i gotta 
I gotta mm-hmm. be, I gotta get it right. So how do we engage in these, uh, in these uh, uh, services, these podcast services, these uh, non-traditional services? I think at least for me with the podcast, you know, like that's something that I really look forward to is engaging in church in that way. And so it could be that, you know, I have the podcast on while I'm cooking mm-hmm. or I'm walking or my husband and I are enjoying like a morning cup of coffee, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, it feels like a breath of fresh air to experience and engage in, in church in a new way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That there isn't that like pressure that it has to look a certain way or I have Mm. to do certain things or any of that it's just very open and I think it's also really wonderful that we are uh, reaching folks who may not be able to come into Mm. the physical building on a Sunday it's another way that God is is working through that Mm -hmm. Uh, and so folks can still be a part of the community maybe without physically being a part of the community I think it's just that sense that God is like broadening that yeah I think sometimes we we limit God Mm -hmm. based on what we think a gathering should be so like there's there's quite a few people um, church leaders who would say like you can't do a podcast you have to gather and you know they'll quote um hebrews um don't forsake the the gathering Mm -hmm. as if it's a regular thing that we that we're just not gathering ever Mm -hmm. the church rhythms are more than a sunday the Mm -hmm. church rhythms are monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday Mm -hmm. and so we need to make sure that we're um we're uh really open to these new ways because god really is using and we we know as a church, God's really using um, podcasts and YouTube and just the different things that we've done, peace walks, mm-hmm. to, to reach people who never would never, you know, step into a church. Yeah. And so it's not it's not some random thing that, you know, we're doing. It's actually bringing more who are curious about God um, to to the to the throne of God in, in, in some aspects. And so that's Pastor mm-hmm. Stephanie, she was uh listening to the podcast on podcast Sunday um, and she uh, was just walking listening to the podcast and there was this uh, older man um, who said hey Pastor Stephanie I'm listening to you right now and, <laughs> and she she never met him before and we always say that you know our um, you know uh, if we if we succeed on a Sunday like but, butts and seats, but uh, the, 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 the community is not um, flourishing, uh, then we call that a failure. Mm. So we feel like the, the Wellington Heights neighborhood, the 6,000 people who live here, mm. is our true congregation, not the numbers that we have on a Sunday, mm-hmm. not just the numbers. And so uh, mm-hmm. do you have any stories um, um, like that that, um, that you've experienced with these non-traditional um, services? Um, you have any stories of, of people that you've engaged with? I think back to one of the neighborhood cleanups that we were doing. It was in the cooler months last year. And, you know, it was interesting because someone had asked me just a little bit about my journey. I have um, a history of struggling with, with alcohol and drugs. And so that was someone something that came up during our neighborhood cleanup Mm -hmm. and so I I had the opportunity to share just a little bit about me 
And then that person also started to share their story Mm. with me of their struggle and the things that they had gone through. And, you know, that's something that I don't think would have happened during, um, you know, just our regular Sunday service. Not Mm -hmm. that it couldn't. Uh, However, that opportunity of us, like, you know, bending out and picking up the trash and kind of walking shoulder to shoulder, it just lent itself to this, you know, opportunity to share our hearts Mm -hmm. a little bit more fully. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Actually, there ended up being three of us, four, that um, were all kind of one person was in another yard, but it just kind of became this really great, like, organic conversation, just not intending to share some of our struggles, but we all had um, kind of a a common shared struggle. Mm. And so I think that that moment Mm. of cleaning up the neighborhood, you know, uh, God was certainly at work in that. Um, I think of multiple stories of people that have experienced some religious trauma, mm. so um, some harm from the church, meaning like the church mm-hmm. at yeah. large, um, and their engagement with the church, you know, growing up or, or as an adult, um, and that having these different ways of gathering and engaging with God and with people who love God um, has been is 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 a way for them for them to start to maybe because because they're curious mm-hmm. curious they still f- there's something's there they haven't decided like I'm just gonna walk away from the church altogether yeah. and I don't know if I believe even if they don't know if they believe in I don't know if I believe in God anymore I don't mm-hmm. know about Jesus yeah. I'm not sure like because of things that have happened in gate because the church and yeah. religion, religious services, um, religious institutions, and that this is, and, and just to watch that and then to just enter into conversation, because I've experienced some of that too mm-hmm. myself, so I definitely mm-hmm. empathize and have my own story with that, but that they're able to, these other ways are ways that don't seem like the way that there's trauma associated with like the Sunday morning service, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and some of the things we, that, that are always done in that and that, but then maybe eventually come to yeah. a service yeah. and even express, you know, I wasn't really sure, but I came to this thing. I came to that peace walk mm-hmm. and then I've been listening to some of the podcasts and then I came to, you know, that to, to the art in the park and that was really cool. And like just engaging with the people that gather here, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I thought I don't know. I thought I'd come today. Yeah. I thought I'd come this Sunday mm-hmm. and and check this out. Yeah. You know, and then share how you know I wasn't sure, and it's like that's just awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that um, how God is working and how um, how we're just we are following the Spirit in mm-hmm. the ways that He that. God is working and the Spirit is working to yeah. move people and to heal people exactly. and to help people to flourish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we really want to get out of the way um, um, of, of God um, so that he, God can do what, what he wants to do in people's lives. There's a lot of denominational dogma that, that really um, are, are, are more methods um, than it is 
mission. Um, mm-hmm. And so we want to really make sure that like people can come and, and join and, and even start their journey or restart their journey with Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that's what we're here for. I mean, as a pastor, my, my biggest goal is to, you know, help people sweep the way so that they can, mm-hmm. you know, you know, clear the way so that they can um, experience Jesus more in their life. And so I love that picture. I, I just, yeah, I just feel mm-hmm. like, I just feel like I, we, me and Stephanie, as we planted this church, we just really want, we know that God is here in Wellington Heights. He's already mm-hmm. here before we were here. There's great talent, abilities. People love God in ways that we mm-hmm. will never love God. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, experiencing God in ways that we haven't experienced God. And so mm-hmm. we want to join in on that. Um, and I think these non-traditional services really lend to those experiences and, and to those, maybe those traumas, mm-hmm. because if we continue to do just one thing, it's not approachable. It's not, people yeah. need different mm-hmm. ways in which to approach God again. Mm-hmm. Um, and and God wants people to be able to be healed um, through these ways. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've, um, I've, people have come to me and said, if it wasn't for your virtual services, if it wasn't for your ongoing podcast, I would have not even been to church or I would have not even mm. considered um, yeah. church again. And so we're yes. committed to this and this is yeah. not just an alternative thing, um, mm-hmm. but this is something that we're committed to because we truly believe that God is doing a new thing um, and we want to join him in that yeah. in that mission. So thank you so much, Jenny mm-hmm. and Anne, for, mm-hmm. uh, for being here and sharing your thoughts. Thank you for listening. Um, Continue to stay tuned um, uh, to our podcast. Share this podcast mm-hmm. with your loved ones, your friends, um, all that. Um, and we're just we're happy um, to to be able to be a community that that is joining God. Um, yeah. And we really want to see uh, uh, Wellington Heights and the Greater Cedar Rapids flourish. Thank you so much yes. for joining us. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Wellington Heights Community Church Podcast. We are so grateful that you chose to spend time with us today. Hey, if you want to receive a notification when a new podcast is available, make sure that you go into your podcast app and turn your notifications on. Also hit the like button and leave a comment or two as we value your feedback. Also, if you want to stay updated on what we have going on, please follow us on Facebook or Instagram or visit our website at wellingtonheightscommunitychurch.org. Now, as most of you know, we are reliant upon gifts and donations to continue to do ministry in the Wellington Heights area. So if you feel compelled to give, please donate at donorbox.org backslash WHCC. Or again, you can visit our website, wellingtonheightscommunitychurch.org and hit that donation button. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a blessed day.